You're listening to The Bookstorian Podcast, a podcast for book lovers and bookstagrammers. Hello and welcome to The Bookstorian Podcast. I'm your host, Tegan, and today I am joined by two bookstagrammers, Ali from at what the Dickinson and Bronte from at underscore books by dot B. On this episode of the podcast, we're going to talk about thriller reads, why we love this genre so much, as well as what some of our favorites are. Just a warning, there will definitely be some spoilers. We will jump straight into our icebreaker question. So I know that later on in the podcast, we're going to share our top five thriller reads, but our icebreaker question is what is your favorite thriller or mystery read? So if you just had to pick one, what would it be? So my favorite one, it was really hard to choose one, um, but The Lost Man by Jane Harper. I really love Jane Harper. She's one of my favorite um, thriller writers. It's just a really atmospheric read. Like it's set in a small rural town. A young father sort of gone missing. He's left his, um, not huge, full drive sort of out in the bush with the car still going and all the food and supplies. And his other brother comes to, you know, basically find where he's been you know, where, what's happened uh, the t- and the tone and pacing is just so tense and the character development as well. Like I feel like Jane Harper really spends a lot of time developing characters where she doesn't really have cardboard sort of cut out characters and thrillers and, you know, just who just do things to keep the plot moving. Yeah. I just really love it. And also she rips toxic masculinity, a new one in the book as well. So it's good. I've never read a Jane Harper before. Mm. You've probably seen, like, The Dry, hey? Yeah, yeah. And I saw in the bookstore um, where I was at yesterday, there's actually another one that she's released as The Survivor. So she definitely seems to pump out Mm. a lot of books. Yeah, I'm so excited for that one. I was just saying, I really like her as well. I've got all four of her books. Yeah, so good. And the new one, I think, is set in Tasmania. (laughs) And Bronte, what's your favourite mystery or thriller read? Well, mine is The Whisper Man by Alex North. I just love suspenseful thrillers, so that was why I really like this one. Um, I read it, actually, I went to Europe at the beginning of the year and I read it on the train from Munich to Amsterdam. I read the whole thing in about six hours because it was just so good. It's basically just a thriller based in a town that has a history of a man called The Whisper Man. He's basically in jail at the moment, but another kid goes missing under similar circumstances to the previous abductions. And so they think that he's somewhat connected. And it's just a story about this son and father who move into the house that's supposed to be like the haunted house of the neighbourhood. And he starts to hear whispering at his window. And it's like, it's it's just so suspenseful. It's a really good book. I think it's a sign of a good mystery or thriller read when you can read them so quickly or read it within a few hours or a a few sittings. Oh, absolutely. Definitely for me. Like I just read The Wife and the Widow and it took me a day and I'm not one of those people that can read a book in a day, but you just know when it's good that you can read it in that quickly. Yeah, I read both of Christian White's books in like two days when I was on holiday and yeah, they're just so super readable hey yeah again really difficult to pick one but i think one that has stuck with me is dark places by jillian flynn so i hadn't read too many mystery or thriller books uh, before i started reading this one and the reason why i really liked it is it not only has the victim 
in the story. So Libby is the name of the character who is the victim in the story. But it also has a thread to Kill Club, uh, which is a secret a society obsessed with notorious crimes. And they kind of come into the story as well. I think what comes from this is that a lot of people are obsessed with true crime. Um, some people perhaps a little bit too much and some people perhaps glorify a little bit what people do do. But this one just had a dramatic twist. And I'm uh, just going to put out a spoiler there that the mum, who actually was also one of the victims and she was actually killed, hired a hitman to kill her and her family. And I believe it was because of financial reasons. But that one, it just, it shocked me and has very kind of Medea vibes to it. I would say like the lengths um, a woman or a parent would go to sometimes uh, to what they think is protecting their children, but it's definitely not. Yeah, so that's very was... similar to The Wife and the Widow, the one I just mm -hmm. read. Yeah, mm -hmm. where she um, does all those things at the end of the book to save her son and the guy, the dad goes to jail for him and all this kind of stuff. Another spoiler, but yeah, it's very mm -hmm. similar. Ali, your bookstagram handle is at what the dickinson could you describe mm -hmm. your bookstagram feed yeah definitely um yeah so my handle sort of like based on i really love emily dickinson although i don't really feature poetry that much i want to read more poetry and literary fiction but i guess my feed is sort of you know quite colorful and i mainly feature like my currently reading or tbrs um to be read piles usually for the month and book hauls i guess yeah i don't participated in a lot of like giveaways and things like that like I want to get more involved with that sort of thing um, I just don't post as often as I want I think and you know I might have a, like a, a post on the main feed you know every, once a week and then like a couple of you know every few days might post on the store my story but yeah I guess my bookstagram like features a lot of fantasy science fiction mystery thriller contemporary Excellent. And Bronte, yours is at underscore books by dot B. Could you describe your Instagram feed? Yeah, so mine's definitely very thriller and mystery like based. I don't necessarily read much else. I haven't, I've got quite a few like of the newer books that people are talking about, like A Lonely Girl is a Dangerous Thing that people are suggesting that I should read, but it's very much thriller based at the moment. I do lots of reviews. It's very neutral colours because I love, I love everything neutral. And I do lots of like challenges and interactive posts. I just did a giveaway today and thinking about doing a few like random acts of kindness posts for people on there. And Bronte, why did you decide to start a bookstagram? Well, I was actually like throughout, well, Sydney didn't really have that much of a lockdown, but throughout lockdown, I started to read quite a few books. And I said to my friend one day, I really want to start an, an Instagram where I can just post my reviews instead of just telling you about them all the time. Whereas I can tell them to people who actually read. And she was like, oh, that's actually a really good idea. So I actually started it in, I think it was in June. And it was just really like minimal followers. I didn't really know about like the Bookstagram community then. It was just like to my family and friends, just reviews. And so they could go pick up books through lockdown and stuff. And then I think a lady messaged me about a um, Facebook group where you can interact with other Bookstagram accounts. And that's where my Instagram really started to kick off because I didn't really know there was another side of all of it. But yeah, no, it was definitely because of lockdown and reading all the time and my friends getting sick of me reviewing to them. 
I think it's really nice too to hear stories about how this pandemic and different lockdowns or different restrictions have made some of us seek solace in our books and in other means as well of sharing what we're reading. And I think the same thing why, why I wanted to start this podcast is because I quite often talk about books or post about books, but I would like to try and do more with that and more with that conversation. What about you, Ali? Why did you decide to start a bookstagram? Look, I started like 2017, so three years ago, and just mainly to yeah, connect with people to talk about books and yeah, share my hobby, I think. Um, you know, reading so much, it's so good to like talk to other people who, you know, might have read similar books to you and especially like some of the like smaller genres, I guess, like fantasy and science fiction. It's, you know, you sort of have to go online to find people who might read that genre. Although one of my friends from work, I just found out, read, reads the same sort of fantasy as, as I do. So we did a book swap at work, which was awesome. Um, but yeah, so similar reasons, I guess, just to connect with people. Is there any bookstagram accounts that you particularly really like? Some of my favourite ones are, so at I am lit and wit. So Scarlett, she's awesome. She has like really great queer like Latinx reads um and not just latinx but it's latinx heritage month in the u.s so at the moment so she's really awesome and has really bright positive posts all the time and the novel menagerie as well she's a great booktuber she's leanne from scotland and she's got the most amazing scottish accent and she's she reads a lot of mystery thrillers actually so her booktube channel would be great to follow if you're really interested in that and yeah, she's also got an Instagram where she just posts her dogs and her latest um, reads and everything. So yeah, those are my favourites. What about you, Bronte? What bookstagram accounts do you really love? So I have a couple. So the Anon re- at the Anon Reader. Uh, so she does a lot of like n- not not thrillers, but lo- the books that I would like to read but haven't gotten around to. So she, I, a lot of the ones I was saying before that I'm not sure if I want to read or not she's the one that I kind of get those posts from and then also little whale writer is her at she's like an aspiring writer so she posts a few of her um so like little um synopsis and stuff on her posts and she's just a really really lovely girl as well so I really like um enjoyed connecting with her and then the teddy bear librarian and they're um I think they're a boyfriend and girlfriend that post together which I like and and they also feature their dog that's why it's called the teddy bear librarian because their dog is featured all the time and it's great. I like that you've also both nominated accounts that link uh, their reading to their pets. I think that's yeah, a really absolutely. nice. Leanne actually has about four dogs and two cats. <laughs> oh wow that is a lot of pets. Exactly think, right. <laughs> I think the nice thing about pets and perhaps why people like to feature them on their bookstagram accounts as well is because often when you're reading your pet's the one who's near you you know, you're patting your pet or it, it's sitting there in the same room as you as you're reading and, and potentially that's where the two loves collide a little bit. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. My dog sits at the end of my feet every time I read. Like she's sitting right next to me at the moment because she obviously thinks this is my usual reading time. So she's come upstairs. But yeah, I definitely think so. <laughs> yeah, like my cat Sophia is in nearly all of my posts, actually, I'm realising now. <laughs> what about your greyhound, Ali? I know he doesn't sit well for photos to the forced photos I take. <laughs> Sometimes I will like put a book near him, but 
still he sort of just looks unconscious. They're not overly people pleaser dogs, are they? They do everything to suit themselves. Yeah, and my cat's just super photogenic. <laughs> so yeah. we will now have a chat about mystery and thriller books in general. So Bronte, you said that you mostly read thrillers and mystery books. Yeah. What is it about that genre that you kind of gravitate through that it's a, it's mostly what you read? Well, I feel like they're always page turners, which is really, like, I find them really easy to read as well. When it's, like, more complex, I find it more difficult to read. I, fi- I leave the complex stuff for my uni readings and then I like having, like, the leisurely thriller or murder mystery that I feel I can just read in a couple of days and it's not too difficult. You don't have to think too hard into it. That's what definitely draws me to them. And I also just love the, I love plot twists. So I, I find that a lot of them have good plot twists. And I've tried to read, so I read Hideaway at the beginning of the year by Nora Roberts. And I know it was some kind of a, like a mystery, but it was also very like romantic driven. And I, I just don't, like romance doesn't do it for me. So that was one of my least favourite reads of the year. And then I've just found all the books I've read that were my favourites were all thrillers. So I kind of just stuck to reading them now because I wasn't really satisfied with any other genre yet. And what about you, Ali? Have you always read thrillers and mystery books? I guess, yeah, I have, but I sort of have changed what type of thrillers and mysteries I read. Like I used to read a lot of the domestic thrillers like Girl on the Train or The Wife Between Us, that sort of thing, um, where there's like the, you know, typical white woman who's like an alcoholic and... And do we really trust her? That sort of stuff. Like, but I, I feel like I have branched out. Like sometimes I find it a little repetitive. So I, yeah, I I'd probably tend to go for more ones that have like an interesting hook or like a twist to it. Like even, you know, ones that have might have like a bit of a science fiction twist or something like that. So uh, I yeah. haven't always read thrillers. I used to always read historical fiction it was always my go-to. And even a lot of YA, probably about five years ago, a friend lent me Girl on the Train. And from then I was just hooked. I was like, why have I not read these before? But I also think a really large amount of books in this particular genre started to become big after those big releases of Girl on the Train and uh, Gone Girl as well. But I'm definitely hooked on them. And I haven't read one in a while and really craving it. Yeah, and no shade to um, Girl on the Train, by the way. I really enjoy that one. Yeah, I haven't read the book yet. I watched the movie uh, when it came out, but I saw I got actually got it in a um, random act to kindness train this week. A girl sent it to me, so I'm really excited to read it. What mystery thriller are you looking forward to reading? Like, has it been on your TBR for a long time, or is it just one that's coming out, like a new release, like the Jane? new Jane Harper. So one Mm. of mine is The Guest List by Lucy Foley and the other one which my mum has been raving about and I'm definitely going to read that. That's what I'm going to read next. As I said, I was craving a thriller book is The Girl in the Mirror by Rosie Carlyle and I'm looking forward to that. What about you Bronte? Is there any other ones on your TBR that you're looking forward to reading? Yeah, there's quite a few. So I actually really like, love James Patterson. I know he's a very like mainstream writer, but I really do enjoy his book. And I also really enjoy um, Candace Fox. And I just recently found out that they've written a series together. So I actually bought the whole series. And so that's on my TBR. And then the ones that you list, you listed as well, those, those two are on my TBR as well. I have quite a large TBR, but then obviously I have, I'm at the moment I'm reading uh, Force of Nature by Jane Harper. So 
I'd like to read A Lost Man and then obviously The Survivors After as well. So it's ever-growing, my TBR list. <laughs> That's awesome. And I've got some as well. Uh, Rebecca by Daphne du Maurier. I'm not sure how to pronounce her last name, but it's an older book. It's like a gothic mystery. Um, apparently it's like a like a really gothic tone, like super atmospheric, spooky read. I don't know if it's like sort of hinted at being like a ghost story or something like that with old, like an old wife haunting something. But anyway, it sounds awesome. And then the new Riley Sager, Sager book, Home Before Dark. He's my other favourite thriller author. I read Rebecca for my HSC English. Oh, really? Yeah, it is really good. Um, yeah, you're, you're on the right track with like the haunted wife kind of thing. Yeah, but it is, it is really good. Yeah. Oh, I'm excited. <laughs> I think our, our TBRs are going to be forever growing, especially in this genre. It's something that has gotten so many people into reading and I don't think it's going to go away anytime soon. So dare I then ask you, what are your top five mystery or thriller reads? So you can include what you did for the icebreaker question, or if you want to throw another one in, that's completely fine. Uh, Bronte, would you like to go first? So what are your top five mystery thriller reads? Yeah, so um, I loved The Wife and the Widow. So I, I just finished that one. That's like one of my top, top now. Um, the Silent Patient, uh, that was just because of the, the, the amazing twist at the end. Like that's what completely through me I also love Charlie Donnelly uh so like a woman in the darkness don't stop it um the suicide house is the one that he just released so they would probably be my top five excellent and what about you Ali what are your top five mystery thriller reads uh last time I lied by Riley Sager so it's like a school camp uh setting where like an older girl goes goes back to the setting of her old school camp and it's very Truly Devious series by Maureen Johnson. It's a YA series, um, like set at a boarding school in Vermont. And it's very like atmospheric as well. And I read them really fast. The Long Call by Anne Cleves. So Anne Cleves has written a lot of, she's like a British author that she's older and she's written like the Vera series, like just a lot of TV, BBC TV detective series, TV shows based on her books. Um, but that one in particular, that's her most recent one, The Long Haul. And that's, I found that one really, really compelling with some great characters. And Sadie by Courtney Summers. That's also YA. It's, it's sort of like, if you like crime, if you like crime pod, um, podcasts, you, can, you should definitely read it because, it, and I highly recommend the audiobook. So it's sort of structured as a podcast. Um, and it's about like someone who's running a podcast and he's investigating this mystery. And then it also follows Sadie. It's sort of two different timelines. So one perspective is Sadie who's gone missing. Um, and then the, the other timeline is the future of this podcast, you know, person doing, trying to find out what happened to her. And it's, it's like super, it's just great. Yeah. I had more, but I better keep it to five. <laughs> so my top five. So I know I did it. I have already said dark places. So I'm going to replace that. One of them that I really loved, and I did this for another book club, was The Woman in the Window by AJ Finn. Now, I know that the author himself actually has quite a bit of controversy surrounding him, but before I, actually, before I knew any of that, I read this book, and I, I really enjoyed the condition that Anna Fox has, the fear of leaving her house. I thought that was quite 
intriguing and similar to the girl on the train where you question the narrator and you, you definitely question her, her story and if she is telling the truth. Murder on the Orient Express is another one uh, that I just can't go past. And I mean, it's, it's all in the title, essentially what it's about. And again, here's a spoiler, but the idea that each person on the train actually had something to do with the murder. And in the end, the detective, he just sort of, he doesn't uh, persecute anyone for the murder, I thought was a really good end to a story. Uh, my other one would be Girl on the Train. So as I mentioned that one before, and I think because it was one of the very first thrillers that I read. In the Clearing is a, another book that I read this year. It's probably one of the only thriller reads that I've read this year. And essentially the book is based on the lives of Amy and Feyre. And one of them finds themselves in a center of a cult and the other one is haunted by something, but the reader's sort of not too, not too sure what that is. It's very fast paced, so it definitely doesn't disappoint. And as their lives sort of come together, it all quickly unravels. And the major twist is you're actually reading the same person. I would also say one of my other ones that stuck with me was Lock Every Door. And it is set in a hotel and essentially the young people or young single people who don't have too many attachments in the world are house sitting and they all suddenly bit by bit they start to go missing so to end why do you love mystery or thriller books what do you love about them why are they so compelling why do they keep you coming back so mine is definitely suspense i love i love suspense in a book and plot twists so i'm a big plot twist person that's why I'm such a big fan of Charlie Donnelly I don't know if either of you have read some of his books but he's like notorious for when you get to like page 300 of 400 and having a complete plot twist that you couldn't even imagine it being that person um so that's really what I thrive for in a book oh, I will always love trying to figure out what's happening who did it like trying to do my own kind of like detective work in the book that's also another thing I love and I also feel like when you're reading it, sometimes it's like a movie, like it flows so well and you can see where, how it would work as a movie kind of thing. That's, yeah, definitely my favourite parts of thriller and mystery. They're most of the points that I have as well, at the pace of the book, the twists and the complications. So I'm okay if I didn't see it coming. I'm also okay if I did see it coming. That moment at the end where it clicks and it suddenly makes sense and the idea that the narrator isn't always the truth. The narrator could actually be quite suspicious. And I yes. enjoy that aspect in a book as well. What about you, Ali? Why do you love mystery or thriller books? Yeah, similar sort of stuff like um, I love being surprised uh, with exciting character developments or twists. So I, I never read like the blurbs of thriller books or mystery because I sometimes they even spoil it in the blurbs. And I just have to know as little as possible before going in. Atmosphere, I really like in mystery thriller, like sort of that gothic atmosphere and good characters as well. Like I, even if there's good twists, I sometimes can't keep going if there's not good characters. So thank you so much for your time today. Thank That's you all good. Thank you have been listening to the Bookstorian podcast. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast wherever you listen and follow me on Instagram at the Bookstorian podcast.